a hypothetical question for you, Callie, to start today's show. Okay. Hypothetically, if I was taking a shower and there was a roach under my shampoo bottle and I had to kill it in the shower and wash its corpse down the drain, would you want to know? Or should I just keep that to myself? I think the better question is, would your wife move out? And the answer would be, yes, she would. Okay. Uh, we just had the bug guy come two days ago. Well, you always have bugs. Strays. Strays after the bug guy comes because they're fleeing where the bug guy sprayed. Mm. And we've had so much rain that I think... There, there's like, if you're a bug, you're like, get me out of here. Are you sympathizing with the roaches? No, I'm just saying, I don't think we have a roach problem. I think we had a roach in the house. It just happened to be in my shower. And I'll tell you, <laughs> that's about the most horrifying thing <laughs> you can see early in the morning. This is just another reason why I don't wash my hair. So, cause you, so you never have to close your eyes. So I never have to have to pull up a shampoo bottle and have a roach under it. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for love. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that um, there's a tree in our backyard that is blooming already because it's Atlanta and our weather is so insane. And it is so beautiful. You can see it right when you walk in our door, and it makes me so happy. Are you going to miss that tree when... Like next week? When, we it's when we move out of the house and because there's a roach in the shampoo bottle under the shampoo bottle. Yes. And I'm also going to miss it in two weeks because in Atlanta, some flowers, cause we have really early, it's not really spring, but we get warm weather really early. It was 70 degrees yesterday. Right. But there's a cold front coming through. Uh, so it happens usually in Atlanta that things will bloom really early and then we'll get a cold snap and then everything will die for a year. It's just kidding. But it's really pretty right now. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Have I ever told you the story, um, the humiliating story of when I sent flowers to myself? No. I was living and working in Tucson, Arizona at a radio station. And there was a woman there in the sales department who I had a huge crush on. And I thought you were married in Tucson. Uh-uh. I got married in Atlanta. You did? Yeah. Huh. Okay. New things I didn't know about my husband. All right. Thank Thanksgiving weekend, 2001. Oh, okay. I well. met my ex-wife in Tucson. She's oh, from there. That's where my wires are getting crossed. Got it. So um, I was at the radio station. This woman worked the front desk and she notoriously uh, was only interested in guys who were not interested in her. So by me, I think I even talked about it on the radio. Like, oh my gosh, you show, you know, way out of my league, whatever, but I'm going to ask her out. The fact that I was into her made her not into me, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so we all know people like that, right? Yeah. Okay. Of course. So she would be the person who would work at the front desk at the radio station whenever the 
full-time receptionist needed to go to lunch mm-hmm. or take a break or go have a cigarette or whatever she did. And I knew that she was going to be working at lunch on Valentine's Day. So I had flowers delivered from a random woman to me on Valentine's Day to arrive between 1230 and 130 when I knew she would be at the front desk. Why? Because I wanted her to think that I was unavailable. Oh my God, you're such a girl. Here's the problem. Uh, The flowers on the card, uh, I think I said, don't put a name on the card because they didn't want to make up a woman. So just send them like, you know, like don't don't say who they're from. But the flower shop screwed up and my name was typed at the bottom of the so it's like two Jeff Dollar from Jeff Dollar outside of the envelope. Nice, yeah, nice. How'd it go on that date that you scored? Never went out with her. <laughs> Are you friends with her on no. social media now? Nope. You know what happened to her? No idea. Oh, the one yep. that got away. Yep, indeed, <laughs> indeed. All right, I want to talk about something because a friend of mine asked me a question. Who's my age, and he has a job opportunity in a completely different part of the country where he lives now and from where he lives now from where he lives right. now and he and he grew up like he lives in the in the northeast so he grew up in the northeast he lives in the northeast now he's never ventured too far out of that triangle mm-hmm. and he's got a pacific a west coast job okay and opportunity and he said to me asked me Hey, you've moved a bunch of times because of radio. How do you do it? How did you just pack up and go somewhere and do it? And and I went through all of my moves and said, I just never thought about it. And I think the difference, it, but but now as an adult, I would think about it. Like when... I was negotiating my last contract or two. And after I got fired, the thought of moving was a fear. Like I, well, I, and I didn't want to. Well, not so much a fear, but you have responsibilities now. I mean, you have me, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just you. When you were moving across the country for your job. You I was, had, I was married once when I moved. You were married, but your circumstances were a little different. Like you moved once you had a wife, but we've already had a conversation that we would like to stay here. So, and we are trying to have a kid and all the stuff. So our situation, I think is just a little different, but is it like, I think it is, is it different, but that that's grown up. That's an adult thing to say. Like, what if the opportunity on the other side of the country is a going to be a life changing opportunity, whether it's us or whether it's him or whether it's anyone, what if, because as a kid, when I say kid, I was in my 20s, like, I just went. Like, you just went. And he's, he has a different situation because he's not married, doesn't have kids. So he could just go. But there's this fear that develops. Is it connected to responsibility? I don't think it's connected to fear. I think that... If you, um, if we had no ties to Atlanta and we weren't trying to start a family, I think the conversation would have been 
really different, but we have friends here. Like you've been here for 20 years. So when we were kind of talking about, I was in New York for 20 years and I had an opportunity to go to Boston and I went in a heartbeat. Right. Because you had nothing holding you down. Like your family was there, but you didn't have, you know, a wife. You didn't have, I had a lot holding me down. I don't think you did. I think think it's totally, totally different now because you and I have kind of made the decision. Take, uh, Take you and I out of it. But that's the whole crux of it. No, it's not. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about my buddy. I know. And that's what I'm saying. I think for him, his situation is different and there's not a reason to not go because there's no downside. But you're, you're completely dismissing what I'm saying. He doesn't, he's scared. Right. And what I'm saying, and if we had to move to a different city, we would be scared. Right. But the reality is you can have a baby anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Our situation is especially unique because your parents could fly to visit us anywhere in the world Mm -hmm. very, very easily. Like there, if an opportunity, the opportunity of a lifetime presented itself somewhere, there is so much Fear in the unknown that develops as an adult that I think it prevents a lot and it's disguised. Okay. There is so much fear. Let me say it differently. There is so much fear that develops as an adult that disguises itself as responsibility or making a mature decision when I think what's happening is a lot of times you're falling back on that so you don't have to step to the other side of fear. I don't know if that's always true, but I get what you're saying. And I think that as adults, I don't want to say we become more jaded, but we have more experiences. And um, I think as you become older, you become comfortable with with your surroundings. Yeah. Like you yes. seek comfort. So that you know how we talk about our parents getting older and not wanting to change things and um yeah but i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but that my question is why like why are we so quick to make decisions when we're younger that we won't make now when the barriers are exactly the same <laughs> i don't know that's a really Deep question. I I, think because maybe when you're younger, I'm thinking about me when I was in my twenties, every experience that I was offered was an opportunity. And I think as you get older, they stop feeling like opportunities. Right. Yes. You're about to walk right into my theory. Yes. They Um, stop feeling like opportunities and they start feeling like what? Um, risks. That's the word you're looking for. (laughs) Am I right? Yeah, you are right. So at what point does an opportunity in adulthood, does an opportunity turn into a risk? And how do we stop that from happening? Because here- I don't know. I mean, here's the reality. If someone came to us, I really don't love LA. I'm just going to say it. I know you like it. I'm not a big fan. If someone came to us tomorrow and said, hey, we want to like launch your brand like Chip and Joanna Gaines, and here's how it's going to go, and we're going to take you to the next level, and we're going to explode the upside and all of this stuff, I would say, yes, absolutely, we need to do it. But what I'm saying is- What about just the potential of that? What if somebody said, hey, we need you guys to move 
1,500 miles away to this new city, whatever city it is, it doesn't have to be LA, any city, Houston, Texas, Chicago, Toronto, Seattle, whatever, LA, San Diego, whatever. We, you need to move this far away and here's the potential. What do you think at some point in a, in maturity, when you grow up, that switches from being an opportunity to being a risk. And it makes me wonder how many opportunities adults miss like grown folks mm -hmm. miss because they're not seeing it as an opportunity. Instead, they're seeing it as a risk. Do you feel like you have missed anything? I don't think so. Because you saw something as a risk? I don't, I'm sure I have, but nothing big. I think if you hadn't taken your job at Star, you would be saying that about Star. That was a huge risk. That and was, we thought of it as a risk, but we also saw it as an opportunity. It was a risk, but there was also other things in play, like the fact that I didn't didn't have a contract at my other radio station, right. like actually made it more secure than where I was. Mm -hmm. Like once you go seven or eight months without a contract, you have to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are they doing? Right. So, but I'm just, I, I, you you were able to put into words exactly what I was thinking. It stops being an opportunity and starts being a risk. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just think that there, it would be so great if there was a type of uh, a pair of glasses that you could put on or, or something that would make, that would change the thinking. So a 30. So it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be making decisions based out of fear. So a 42 year old can think of an opportunity of a situation like a 22 year old does. I think and, that. And weigh them equally. I think that people do that with dating too. Like with, with being in serious relationships and making, I think at a certain point probably, and I think my friends would, who are in their forties and fifties dating or single would say that they view relationships the same way as it's, they're not opportunities, they're risks. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're all jaded. <laughs> <laughs> really, we really are. And it's just, it's funny. There's just so many people that I've been talking to lately where their framework is risk and not opportunity. Yes. So anyways, uh, I don't know what it's, the, go ahead. I was going to say it's like the, on our bonus episode, it's like Kramer. Well, he's one of them because every time I talk to him, he's so pumped for this podcast opportunity and over 500 people commented on his Instagram that they want him to do the podcast and, 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 and something like 6,500 or 7,000 people so far have listened to his bonus episode and, and it's all good stuff. But every time I talk to him, he's like, but what if nobody listens? Right. Like, but who cares? Like right. that's, but what if they do Right. Like, eliminate, which is easy for me to say, cause <laughs> right. What if it changes your life? Yeah. So anyways, um, like I said, I don't know what the next step of that is, but it's just been around me so much. I needed to get it out. So thank you for helping me get that. Thank out. you for sharing. You're welcome. Guess what time it is. It's free stuff Friday. The last day of the week is Friday and stuff that doesn't cost anything is free. And on the last day of the week, we give away stuff that doesn't cost anything. That's why we call it Free Stuff Friday. 
I was listening to yesterday's episode thinking, what if someone's listening to this for the first time and they think that he's serious? (laughs) (laughs) I am serious. What do you mean? Yes. Okay. Today on the table, we have a quilted koala bag of your choice. It's a custom bag. I have been carrying this bag, um, this brand of bag for years. I absolutely love it. It is approximately a $225 value. You can choose any bag on their website and any customization and it is going to you. How you enter to win is you text the word custom, C-U-S-T-O-M to 800-434-5454. That's how you win on Free Stuff Friday with Callie and Jeff, your Free Stuff friends, Friday friends. Do you even know what you're saying at this point? Yeah. <laughs> Still makes me really happy. Brooklyn Betting is one of our favorite partners here on the upside because they have given Callie and I literally the best sleep we have ever had. We've been sleeping on the Elite Spartan by Brooklyn Betting. It's got individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart fabric cover. One of the things that makes the Spartan so advanced, it actually absorbs body heat and then transforms it into far infrared rays of energy that get emitted back to you for a more restorative sleep. I don't know about all the science stuff. Here's what I know. It's so comfortable. Also, I can't feel when Callie gets up to go to the bathroom or even wakes up to go to work in the morning. I have no idea she's even moving around and we're both sleeping at the perfect temperature. Get your hands on a brand new mattress today. It gets delivered right to your door. Brooklynbedding.com is the website and 25% off every order with the promo code UPSIDE25. That's brooklynbedding.com, American owned and American made. They own the sleep solution because they own the factory. We've talked a lot about how we are really picky with our advertisers and we love to support companies that we really believe in. Thrive Cosmetics is one of those companies. For every product we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics helps women in need thrive by donating funds or products. And they donate to a lot of different causes. That includes women emerging from homelessness, women who are surviving domestic abuse, and women finding cancer. And you know that I love that about about this company. They make skincare products, they make makeup products, and I've been testing out some of their products for weeks and I have gotten so many compliments on them. I have been using the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara for two weeks now. It is awesome. I can wear it all day without my eye makeup getting smudged. And you know that I have incredibly long days. I wake up at 2.30 in the morning and my makeup has to last until five, which is a really long day. Check out this mascara. You're going to love it. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash upside and use the code upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside. Use the code upside for 15% off. Don't get stuck in the torture of the what are you waiting for question. You know there is something that you want to do. You want to start your own business. You want to pick up that old hobby again. You want to learn how to be an artist 
Well, what are you waiting for? You can keep putting it off or you can get started today absolutely free. Our friends at Skillshare are giving you two months of premium membership. This is access to thousands of classes by vetted instructors who know what they're doing. And you can take these classes and these workshops on your schedule. So put off the what are you waiting for forever and just get started. Classes in photography and art in small business management, productivity, and leadership. It's all right there. What are you waiting for? It's even totally free. Go to Skillshare.com slash upside and get two free months of premium membership on us. That's Skillshare.com slash upside for two months of premium membership. I have an awesome, awesome, beautiful human alert from our Facebook group. If you are not a part of the Callie and Jeff community on Facebook, it is just a place to go and get and share good news. Um, over 15,000 people are a part of it. So just go to facebook.com slash groups slash Callie and Jeff, and please join us. This is something that Shauna Tuggo posted in our Facebook group. Um, it is from the stories from Asheville, North Carolina. And a, it's a few people actually posted it, but Shauna, when I printed it out, Shauna was the one that um, I saw posted it first. So thank you, Shauna for sharing it with us. And it, um, the place that they're talking about, the hospital is called mission hospital, which I'm pretty sure is where my grandma died. Oh really? Yeah. Isn't that random? Small Anyways, world, small world. It says every single Monday for the past 12 years, without fail, a bouquet of flowers is delivered to a hospital unit anonymously to be given to the patient on the floor who could use some cheering up the most. They are called the Monday flowers. At least that is what the oncology floor has named them. The manager doesn't know for sure, but he thinks they are sent from a man whose wife passed away on our unit. The poster who works on the floor has made up so many stories in my head about this person. Like maybe he bought his wife flowers every week and when she died, he didn't know where to send them or he just sent them to the place where she passed away. Or maybe someone brought her flowers when she was in the hospital and it made her so happy that he wanted to bring that same joy to another person going through a hard time. I don't think we'll ever know the whole story, but I do know that I'm sincerely grateful for people like this kind, anonymous human and every Every Monday, I'm inspired to be kind to strangers every chance I get. Happy Valentine's week. Let's spread the love. That's such a cool thing to do. That's something you would do. Because it's not only bringing joy to the patient who ultimately receives the flowers, but how much happiness does that bring to the doctors and the nurses and the, the and even personnel. the recipient, like the person at the hospital, literally receiving them to pass them on. That just has to bring joy to every single person they touch. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, okay. I want to play Callie for you. A couple of voicemails that we've gotten over the past 24 hours. Uh, this one is what happens when Dateline meets Jeff Dollar. Just wanted to call and tell you. Like Jeff, I have a weird thing with time also, but mine's a little bit different. I, my entire life, have worn a watch 24-7, wear it to bed, wear it in the shower, wear it swimming, whatever, because if something happens and I need to tell the police, like if I was a witness or if I was involved or whatever, and police ask me what time the crime happened, 
then I need to be able to tell them exactly what time. And especially like if something happens in the middle of the night, like a tornado comes or there's a crime in my neighborhood or whatever, I need to be able to tell the police, yes, it happened at this time. Yeah, that's my weird thing with time. I will never, ever take my watch off. And specifically just for the reason that I may at some point have to tell police what time something happened. So that's it. Y'all have a great day. Bye. That's like a weird, that's like a weird merging of my quirkiness of being weird with time and your quirkiness with Dateline. It really is. And you know what else I was thinking? Don't you have your phone with you 24 seven? Right. So just look at that to get the time. Yeah. But if you're in the shower and that's true and that's when you witness the murder. Right. You know, you need to have your waterproof watch on. Mm-hmm. So wonder if that's why my mom always wore a watch. Like she was just waiting for something to happen so she could be the star witness. <laughs> Maybe. Does anybody know what time the getaway car passed this neighborhood? Actually, I do. <laughs> my mom would raise her hand and be like, uh, it was 1152. And I know this because we are eight minutes away from lunch. We eat lunch at noon. That's the time you have lunch. Uh, okay. And then uh, this... Warning for next week. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Ashley from Birmingham. I was calling to tell you guys that Mercury will be in retrograde starting February 17th. And before your show, when you guys talked about it, I had never really heard of it before. So I got a little interested and started researching and reading about it. Um, And then one day, randomly, I walked in and my husband was listening to a song called Mercury in Retrograde by Sergio Simpson. And... I was just like, what the heck? I'd never heard of it, and then it was everywhere. But my husband and I decided that instead of all the bad things that normally happen during Mercury and retrograde, that it's going to be all good things this time. So I'm putting that out there, and I hope that it works. But I just wanted to call you guys and tell you that it's coming up. And I love you guys, and I hope you guys have a good day. Bye. I I wish her luck with that, and I hope by good things she means – Every check engine light on your dashboard lighting up for no reason, just randomly during the three weeks of Mercury retrograde. Or Jeff always says Mercury retrograde, but Mercury in, in retrograde. retrograde. Right. That's yes. the proper way to say it. Yes. Or, uh, you know, the other type of Mercury in retrograde things that happen like you've you're you're going to meet with whoever and you're running late. But you got before you leave, you got to print out this document that they need. And that's when your printer decides to tell you to. It's a, um, according to Kelly Knight, who is from Modern Mystic Tarot, she got on with us and we did an episode with her. We had her on the show and she said uh, that it's largely based in things around communication. So missed communication, um, that is big. Yeah. Um, If you want to catch up on what Mercury in retrograde is, episode 93 of our podcast has a pretty in-depth conversation with Kelly Knight from Modern Mystic. So go check that out. It's episode 93. We have a special guest in studio. And by studio, I mean in our living room where we are currently sorting through merchandise for the comedy shows this weekend. And we're surrounded by mess. We're surrounded by new T-shirts 
that will be debuting at the comedy shows this weekend, but also this giant case of old keep moving forward stuff that I forgot about from like 2014 or 15. So some OG merchandise will be available for sale and T-Bird has shown up to help us sort. Yes. Hello, guys. I love this studio. Like, and I honestly think it should be sponsored by Pottery Barn. Right? Yes. yes. Wouldn't that be so fun? And then we just change the look of it. every. So whenever you come in, you never know what studio you're going to get. It's just whatever the furniture happens to be for that six month period. We could also have it sponsored by like Chewy.com or another pet, you know, type place. Mm-hmm. Because where else... What other studio have you ever walked into? Either one, you both worked in music for a long time. What other studios have you walked into where you've been attacked by dogs with love? It's literally the greatest thing ever walking into the studio and both (laughs) dogs come up and like lick you in your mouth. Like it's so much love in here. Well, that might be a little too much. (laughs) Not for me. Tonight or this weekend is a big weekend of, well, for us, for Upsiders. So tonight we have a comedy show of Jeff's and T-Bird's doing a meetup. Yeah. Yeah. The meetup is happening before or after tonight's show. Yeah. So tonight um, at 6.15 to 7, so it's before the show, um, we're calling it a singles meetup, but I kind of think, you know, we have like 10 people coming and I kind of think, you know, any Upsiders that are coming, why doesn't everyone just come? It doesn't have to just be singles. Like we'll know who the single people are because obviously we'll be there alone, but um, (laughs) they'll be at the bar together doing shots, cussing out Cupid. Yes, exactly. But 6.15 to 7 tonight um, at the Strand Theater, please come early and y'all wear your uh, horde pin if you have it. So we'll know who are die hard. She said horde with a D. Horde. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's make sure we say the D on the end. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you hear? I think we talked about it on, on the show. Did you catch the episode, T-Bird, where we talked about the woman who came to last year's comedy show? Or it was the year before that. I think it was the last time I was at the Strand. And her divorce was finalized the week of Valentine's Day. So her and her mom were having a big night out. Oh my gosh. And she was like, oh my gosh. And I remember her being so sweet. And so I just adored her. I thought she was amazing. And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm really drunk. I got divorced this week and this is my mom and I'm really sad. And we're like, girl, you're in the right place. Absolutely the right place. I'm single, y'all. I've been divorced for 15 years. So come on, bring it. (laughs) We're going to talk more about that in the coming weeks, by the way, because T-Bird declared last time we saw her that she's getting, quote, getting back out there, which is why Callie's been getting the dateline alerts. Yeah, because you, everybody who is dating needs a dateline buddy. And a dateline buddy is when you go on a date and you don't know the person, or I don't care if you do know the person, when you go on a date, T-Bird texts me a picture of the guy his profile, like, so I know like where he's from and stuff like that. And any relevant information, she tells me where they're going. She tells me what time they're going. So if I have not heard from my friend T-Bird, I call the cops. I love that so much. So this is literally my first date in like five years, y'all. Honestly, I've just not been interested at all. And I'm kind of still not interested to be perfectly honest. Um, I've been on two dates with one guy and the first one, I was like, gosh, this guy's great. Um, oh, and no. then the next day he texted me, um, hey, baby. No. Oh. Baby. 
You're at, like, no. After no, one date? After one date. But I was like, okay, like, let's show. Okay, we'll see. Went on the second date and still super nice. So sweet. But he was kind of like, so you're good. You're working with this and you're working with this and you're doing that. When are you going to have time for me? Oh, no, he did not. Really? He did. He did. So I had to have the breakup call. And the breakup call is the worst. It's the worst. I'm like, it's not worth it. I don't think after two dates, I've maintained this for years. Two dates, you don't owe someone an explanation. You just disappear. Yeah. Someone said, just block him. But I with like, just can't. I was just like, you know. You're too nice. Yeah. You're just like, I just want to be honest. I'm not into this. Yep. And it was really good. I stood up for myself. I was like, you know, the first thing on my list of what I want in a man is someone who is going to accept me for exactly who I am. And then this guy is like, well, you know, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to take on that? Because when are you going to have time? And I was like, yes, I'm sure. And bye. Felicia. That is a, (laughs) that is a bold second date statement. Yeah. And then when I try to break up with him, he look. What if he shows up at the singles meetup tonight? Oh and is like, my gosh. I actually wouldn't put it past him. He's mm. like, hey, baby. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you sent me his picture because I may need to send it to Dayline at some point. That's right. Or send it to security. At security. The, at the Strand just to sit there and make sure he doesn't right. come in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So that's the Strand Theater tonight. If you're listening to this on Valentine's Day and the day of release. And is there a meetup at the Aurora Theater in Lawrenceville Saturday night? Yes. Okay. So here's the fun thing about the Aurora. So there's an early show and there's a late show. Some people have tickets to the early show. And some people have tickets to the late show. If you have... Tickets to the early show after the show, the meetup will be from 8.30 to 9.30. So you'll come a little bit late to the meetup. If you're coming to the late show, you'll come a little bit early. Oh, perfect. So the meetup's in between between the two. Um, It's going to be on the second floor. They're going to put signs up for us so everyone will know where to go. Um, I just literally cannot wait to see everybody. Here's the deal um, with the shows, by the way. Um, There are still tickets available at the Strand Theater, at least as we are recording this, there are tickets. Um, The early theater or the early show at the Aurora Theater in Lawrenceville is sold out. And the second show is, last time I checked, I think less than a dozen tickets. So... Tonight, Valentine's Day, you can probably walk up and get tickets at the door of the Strand. Tomorrow night, it's Saturday night. If you haven't already gotten them and you can't get them online, you're probably out of luck. But we would love to see you. Yeah. And what I saw when we were announcing this on the Facebook page is that so many people already have tickets for it. So um, there's going to be a ton of upsiders there. Tons. Cool. Well, Tiber, thank you for helping us. We'll see you tonight and tomorrow night. And uh, people should bring their their single man because you're still available. I am still available. And listen, if you have somebody, send me a private message. I'll give you my <laughs> list of what I require. Your qualifications. And, yep. Yep. I'm in. Okay. Or just have them show up and find T-Bird and be like, hey, baby. Yes. <laughs> That'll work instantly. <laughs> All right, here are, Callie, my three random things before we get out of here. And, of course, they're all Valentine's Day related. Random thing number one, the three things that women like to give their men on Valentine's Day. Number one, a night out. Number two, a store-bought card. Number three, a homemade gift. I did not get you any of those. A store-bought card I did. Flip it. What do men like to give women? Flowers, of course. 
followed by a night out, and finally jewelry. You know what should be on there? What? Chocolate-covered strawberries. I know. You love your chocolate-covered <laughs> strawberries. Uh, okay. And then women appreciate a Valentine's – this is random fact number two. Uh, women appreciate Valentine's Day presents, but in the first couple of months date of dating, 53% of women said that just a token gift – is appropriate. And then a quarter of women said, if you've only been dating for a month, you don't have to give me anything. Yeah. I would say absolutely no gift, but I will say if we don't hang out on Valentine's day and we talk all the time, uh, not cool. Remember you did that to me once. That's it. Well, um, we were both dating other people and we both had dates with other people. I did not. I did not. That's only because you broke up with him first. I did break up with him and then I thought that Jeff was going to maybe spend Valentine's Day with me or not spend it with the other girl and he spent it with the other girl and I spent like the whole night crying and drinking wine with one of my girlfriends and now we're married happily ever after the end. And you won, so all is good. (laughs) And this one is so obvious, but I couldn't guess it. Random fact number three, guess who receives what category of person receives the most Valentine's Day cards? And I know. Kids? Nope. We have a bunch of people who fall into this category in their cars right now, listening to this episode, screaming, me, me, it's me and my teachers. people. That's it. Bing. Because teachers get cards from all of their students. So every classroom, right? And they all get everything. So there's your three random things for Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We hope we get to see you in Marietta or Lawrenceville this weekend. But if we don't, guess what? Next weekend, we are coming to Nashville and we're going to host an Upside meetup so we can hang out with Upsiders in Nashville and just have a good time and hang with you. We have a couple business things to do while we're up there, but um, Saturday night, we want to hang with you. So that would be the 22nd. Yeah. So we don't know where we will be just yet, but we do know that it's going to be around happy hour time on Saturday, February 22nd. Mark your calendars, Nashville. We want to hang out with you. Hey, this is Christina. I had to pause the show. When you mentioned Celebrity Crush, my first thought, even before you started listing, was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh my gosh, he was my super, super crush. And the guy from Cinderella Story is Chad Michael Murray, of course. Oh my gosh, I saw that movie yesterday. It was so good and he is so cute. All right. I don't know about you, but months ago when you said the word vitamins, the first thing that came to my mind was overly complicated. I would go into a drugstore and stand in front of the vitamin wall and think, I'm going to get my vitamins today. And then realized, hey, wait, I don't even know what vitamins I need to take. And all of this stuff looks really intimidating. And then I would just quit and walk out. Well, Take Care Of is making it really easy for you. You go to TakeCareOf.com, right? You will take a little quiz that they have or really a survey about your lifestyle and what you want to accomplish. And they're going to put together individualized by the day packets of vitamins just for you. They'll have your name on it. They have a little um, good energy, good mood kind of quote on it, which you know that I love. And They deliver it to your door. It is that easy. So take the complicated out of your vitamins and let 
care of, take care of you. Takecareof.com, enter the code upside50, and they're going to give you 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter the code upside50 for 50% off. Hi guys, this is Rachel. Love your show. I just had to stop today's episode because Jeff, you do have a radio voice. Anytime you do one of the ad spots for Brooklyn Bedding or Skillshare, you turn on your radio voice. And there's nothing wrong with the radio voice, but it's definitely not, doesn't capture like you and the personality that you guys have on the show. So the thought that I have for your 30 second thing is if you did the gimmick like, hey, just like you said on the, on today's show, hey, we don't, you know, figure out this new podcast, text this number to, or text something to this number to see what it is. They should text the word upside to the phone number. And when they text upside on their phones, it should go straight to the episode when you guys introduce yourselves. So a couple weeks ago you did um, like just an intro episode for all the new followers. You might not have known what you, who you were. So then they get that glimpse of who you are and they get to hear listeners talk about your show because I think that 30 second ad just doesn't do you guys justice. Um, you guys are awesome and 30 seconds is hard to experience that. So that intro episode I think does a really good job with that introduction of who you guys are. So I hope that helps and good luck Callie trying to convince him about the radio voice. I feel like it's the nifty 50 all over again and he's just not going to see it. But love you guys. Bye. Hey, this is Brian out of Douglasville. I just wanted to wish my wife Carly a happy Valentine's Day. We had our first one in 1994, and every day since, I love you more and more. Hey, guys. It's Amanda from Marietta um, calling about the Demi Lovato tweet. So I love what you're doing, and you're having all the upsiders set their intentions. But I am a health coach, and what I would love for people to start doing is after they get get their actual intention out there, then actually make their first action step. So Demi Lovato didn't just tweet she's going to be on the Super Bowl and then wait for the universe to put her there. She had action steps. She did the work. So I'll start. Um, my Demi Lovato is I'm going to create an app that makes my coaching available for low to no cost for the masses. And my action step is I'm going to call the app developer today. I already have the number. I already have the website. I already know how much it's going to cost. But I'm actually going to call and set up a consultation and start building the app. <clears throat> my first action step. So action step, guys, is going to help the universe work with you, not just for you. Okay. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Penny in Houston. I am actually sitting in traffic just listening to other phone calls that have been left for you guys, and I thought I should give them a call. So I just basically want to say I started listening to this show because I work in the radio business myself, and I couldn't listen to Jeff when he was on the radio because I lived in another city and all that stuff, but now I get to listen to him all the time, and I just wanted uh, Jeff to know that I really enjoy hearing your stories, uh, like the back behind the scenes of how your radio career got started. I've enjoyed that so, so much, especially because I just got hired in Houston, which was my dream market. And so, I don't know. I just want to thank you for like giving us a behind the scenes look here and there. It's really been something I enjoy. Also, Callie, you are so sweet. I love you guys as a married couple. And yeah, the podcast kicks ass. I love this podcast. Um, yeah, love the show. You guys are awesome. 
talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Hey, guys, this is Casey from Atlanta, and I've been meaning to call and tell you how ironic I think it is that Callie hated the jingle, Double the Upside, which was super cheesy, but so fantastic. But she loves the 70s game show theme music. I I love them both. I figure if you love one, you would automatically love the other. Anyway, I just needed to point that out to see if anybody else had thought the same thing. Great job. Thank you guys for your entertainment every single day. Hey, guys. This is Stacy from Kennesaw. I had to pause the show as soon as I opened up my podcast this morning and tell you how happy and giddy I was to see the icon for the advisory horde and that adorable weaponized hamster. Thank you. I love it. It just totally made my day. I hope you have a great day and talk to you next time. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Melissa. I totally just listened to the bonus episode and you need to have Kevin on more often. He is hysterical. I laughed all the way through the interview. I feel like he needs to be our new BF like you guys. Um, so have him on more often. I loved it. Thanks for what you're doing. Bye. Hey, my name's Dylan. I'm from Bogart, Georgia. I'm eight years old, and I love your show. You're so inspiring, and I love how you say you're great. What you're grateful for every day. You're awesome. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Zach from Dallas, Texas. Figured I'd give you another state to bubble in, even though I have Atlanta area code. As I said, you can't go off that. I did want to call and also comment on Callie's statement about going into a friendship as you do relationship. I agree. Any new endeavor, you should go in with a little bit of safeguards in place. You don't want to put all your chips on the table with your first hand of poker because you never know what how it's going to end up. So always keep some things guarded and just slowly ease into ease two things. Love you guys. Bye. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.